Hello, and welcome to the Gaming Fix Podcast, episode 297 on December 9th, 2023. Oh my god, the year's almost over. I'm your host, Andre Cole, aka The Wet Gamer, aka your partner's favorite artistic medium. I am joined today by Allison. Hello, um, first off, the year being almost over is weird. Second off, uh, Episode 297 is weird, too. Um, artistic medium. Oh, my gosh. Um, lately, I've been really into hand embroidery, um, either cross-stitch or just regular embroidery, and that's kind of been my favorite. I have a giant Pokemon cross-stitch that I've been working on. Yeah, how's and, that going? Uh, it will never end. I... <laughs> I well, think it is going to take 151, me 151, right? Yeah, it's all one. It's the all 151, and uh, it's um, uh, if you're lo- if you're listening and you're looking for that, it's the uh, epic Pokemon cross stitch from Lord Libidan. Um and it's it's a it, it's it's a beast, and I know this takes people multiple years to do, but. Uh, I, in in between, I'm doing other um, embroidery things, so it's not just this, but it is my like I I was working on it yesterday, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna take me how long? Um, <laughs> that feeling of like, how, how many oh, Pokemon have you completed? Um, oh, well, see, that's completed is is different because they're all kind of overlapped um sure i've fully completed bulbasaur i'm most of the way through ivysaur i'm currently working on venusaur and then i was working on some of the ones above it so i i done with caterpie done with metapod started i think mostly done with Firo. Okay. I'm starting to work on Spiro. So it's like, I, it's, it, I'm just, I'm, I'm working, across, I'm not like doing it in, in yeah. the Pokemon order because that would be. That would be nuts with the way it's all situated, With the way right? it's all, yeah, exactly. Uh, um, I, I guess the better question is like, what, what percent, what is your percentage at? <laughs> not you, far. Okay. I'm like, okay, so 2%. there's, um, uh, if maybe well because okay so there's um 25 pages of this pattern and um i'm fully done with one page Mm -hmm. and uh i'm a decent part of the way done with the second page like not 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 halfway done but maybe like so that's a quarter of the way done that's like six percent okay yeah and i've been working on this for months so (laughs) well you're only going to get better. That's true. And it'll only get faster doing it. Um, practice makes better. Perfect, like we were saying before the yeah. show. Uh, turns out if you practice at a thing, you will get better. It's the most annoying kind of thing because to realize when you're, when you're an adult where you're like, oh, people were right when they told you to just keep practicing. Only I practiced <laughs> but... when I was a child and I had I... all of the time in oh, the my God. world. I know. Well, it's like, how much time did I spend doing like pointless Going, I'm nonsense? Bored. I have nothing Go- to do. <laughs> exactly. How much time did I sing, like sit around going like, oh, I'm bored, and then there's like 
like a full piano that I could have been practicing or a full, my, I play clarinet throughout middle school and high school. And it's like, I could have been practicing that more, Mm -hmm. which I should have, but I did not. So it's like, yeah. yeah. as old as time. Yeah. But I, I've, this embroidery thing is like kind of taking over my brain. Um, so, uh, it is good to get practice on that. And I have other, I I have I have travel pieces because this is too big to take places. <laughs> so I'm like, here's what I can work on when I'm uh at like visiting my parents or at um like a convention or something. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, it's 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 been a lot of fun, but um most pieces aren't going to take you a million years to finish. So. Um, definitely recommend getting into embroidery. It's a lot of fun. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, especially cross stitch that are based off of things that are from games because of, again, it's really easy to translate pixel art into that. Um, and yeah, the sky's kind of the limit for, for hand embroidery. Um, what are your, what are your favorite embroideries? Ooh, see, I've only been doing it this year. Embroider these nuts. Oh, my God. Got him. You got got (laughs) me. Uh, I am fully willing to bet that there is on Etsy a pattern that says D's nuts. nuts. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Is there an embroider D's nuts? Okay, let me uh, let me see. I'm going to look on Google. No, on Etsy. Embroidered D's nuts. No. No. Hey, you could be the first. I I could. I don't know. Hey, that's that's the start of an Etsy shop. You're going to make millions of dollars right there on that one product. <laughs> it's like, how did you make your money? Um, a D's nuts joke. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> it's like um it was it was too good to pass up. Nobody nobody talked. <laughs> it's it's really hard to get a good D's nuts joke these days. You know, everyone's I, heard them all, so nobody's heard the embroidered D's nuts joke. So I was not expecting it and I um I thought it was a legitimate question and it's like embroidered D's nuts. I'm like, mm-hmm. respect, respect. Yeah. I, I'm not seeing like a an embroidery pattern for D's hey. nuts and I I am like corner is this like a <laughs> corner of the market on these nuts? Oh, I see. Here's a here's a um, cross stitch that you can buy where it just says these nuts and it's a little little squirrels. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, they're I, I knew- at my at Autzen Stadium at the University of Oregon uh, for football games. There was a like a little tent that sold peanuts called these nuts. Hmm. I mean, yeah, it's did, a business idea right there. <laughs> anything where you can make a, a D's nuts joke, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's. I think that's fair. Yep. And but uh, I, I mean, there is a lot of there are a lot of patterns out there for embroidering cross stitch where yeah. they are a little bit rude or a little bit. Uh, oh yeah, you know, he you know takes all kinds. <laughs> so if you're if you're thinking the spectrum of uh, human experience love embroidery 
Oh, here's a nutcracker that's crack D's nuts. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, Prostage. Yeah, but but it's uh there's there's a lot of um. If if you're thinking, oh, is it gonna just be all, you know, kind of cheesy, mm-hmm. kind of bad uh, art? It's like no, there's there's a lot of that, mm-hmm. but yeah. in 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 cross stitch and and uh, embroidery, but there's there's a lot of really good ones. All right, well, uh, that's it for embroidery fix uh, this week. Uh... <laughs> I could talk about this for literal hours, so we should probably, yeah, move on. (laughs) Time to start our uh, game. But do you have a favorite art Uh, art medium? I'm still dabbling, experimenting. I would like to be good at drawing. I would like to. I would like to do that, but uh, yeah, I don't. I I don't know. I don't know. I you know I I have enjoyed uh building things in the past uh like you know woodworking stuff uh I did stagecraft in uh, high school so built like sets for school plays and stuff Oh that's cool. Uh I was never like good at it like you know, some people like just really took to it but it, you know it was fun to put stuff together and whatnot. Uh It's not something I really think about these days because it's very impractical to do in an apartment uh, yeah in Japan. It, it, <laughs> i've got like yeah. a little garden in the back but i don't think my neighbors would be down with me like pulling out a saw or something in the back and i don't have a lot of space to like store lumber or and or like built pieces <laughs> yeah no the, there is like a an issue especially with space um like i i keep thinking that, like i live in a a pretty small one bedroom apartment which which suits my needs pretty fine i mean i i live alone so it's not terrible but i keep thinking like oh it'd be so nice if i had a room where i could just like i could do kind of mm-hmm. larger crafts right, or do yeah. something like that or have any sort of access to outside outdoor space Mm -hmm. um because i've looked into people who do um uh, people there's people who do like really cool stuff with uh taking dolls and like kind of remaking them and stuff but like often a lot of the stuff we we, nobody wants you to be a doll person alice (laughs) we've seen what those people do to dolls we i've seen the the listings on uh zillow of doll people houses oh you're just like oh no it wouldn't be like that it's just like using that's like... what they all say when they start out <laughs> i'm not gonna be a doll person then but the... I, I mean like <laughs> some of them are like really <laughs> really beautiful works of art but a lot of the time you need to like like the stuff to fix it is like a very toxic spray that you really need to do outside mm. <laughs> or in a vented area and i'm like uh, i don't want to go outside of my apartment and be like step back i'm gonna be yeah spraying this doll like don't i'm like it'd be nice if i had like my own like little outdoorsy place or like a like patio or something but absolutely it, so but yeah there is there is an issue with like not having space and not being able to do all the creative things there's a lot of i i, I follow a lot of people who do cool things um 
like making keychains with resin. Like you can use like a like use like a shrinky dink and then you put resin on top of it and you can make like like homemade keychains. And I'm yeah. like, oh, that looks fun. But it's like, I, I'm like, do I want to really deal with resin when it can yeah. be like You're super toxic, genuinely and, toxic? Yeah. yeah. All the fumes. I yeah, I was thinking, like, what if I got yeah. a three D printer, like a resin three D printer, and like printed some miniatures and painted those because I've got a bunch of miniatures coming soon. I don't know. I'm waiting on the oh the information the from the Kickstarter. Yeah, Brando Sando. Line. Yeah, the brand. The, yeah, the Branderson Sanderson uh, Kickstarter uh, with the yeah. miniatures and uh, the shipping on that stuff seems like it's kind of messed up i don't know uh suppose they were like yeah. oh the stuff's gonna arrive in asia like any day now and there's been you're like a, i'll believe it when i see it I, yeah like i mean stuff is shipping in america people have their stuff like you know they're okay like it's not like you know vaporware or anything like that it's just not been it's just you know no updates yeah on stuff uh at the moment which is weird no i get but that i'm i i i, I, I keep shipping shenanigans over the past uh oh and how (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck is going on yeah Uh, i'm sure packages are actually in japan at this point but hooray yeah no i've um i i've had that too where i've had the opposite where i'm getting stuff shipped from japan and you're like where is that and if you're it leaves japan or it travels through japan just fine (laughs) yeah as soon as it gets to north america shit show well it depends though because if you use the cheap cheap shipping the cheap sell shipping Mm -hmm. you're like i don't know where it is now is it on a boat like Mm -hmm. how can the boat be taking like two months but it does sometimes and you're like i don't think it was on a boat for the full two months but Mm -hmm. who am i to judge i don't know dropped off in a port somewhere and then switch to a different port or whatever it's yeah. dropped off somewhere like across world and i'm like I, i'm just i just Canal. paid that <laughs> exactly exactly but it's like i just paid i just did that because i wanted to pay 20 dollars instead of 30 dollars. but maybe that was a mistake so well, then the shipping ends up more than the item you're buying and oh my god that's like been the constant mm-hmm. thing for for buying stuff from japan where i um i i was getting some things it's it's so expensive it's really expensive and then sometimes you'll you'll get something and you're like the shipping will be a lot more than what you expected and you're like oh um i i've seen people um i may not be a doll person yet but i i (laughs) i do have all the anime figures and i've seen people do that where it's suddenly like I was suddenly shipping like in the multiple hundreds and it's like, oh my God, like how do you mm-hmm. plan around that when suddenly yeah. the box is so big that it's just going to cost you so much to get it overseas and yeah, yeah, like you'd be better off traveling to Japan and picking it up yourself, right? Uh, At a certain point with certain, with certain yeah. things, it's like you might as but well it's pre-order and all that stuff. But yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's, oh, and, and for a lot of, those a lot of those figures like some of them you can probably swing it if it's not pre-ordered but a lot of them you do kind of need a pre-order and it's like it's annoying well uh speaking of japan (laughs) yeah uh, you've you've brought a couple of japanese uh games today like yeah uh, the long-awaited not breaking the 
Super we... Mario RPG. Yeah, so I finished Super Mario RPG earlier this week. Um right. and yeah, it it's it's the first time I've actually played that, which is kind of weird considering I'm a Mario RPG fan. I I feel like I've it's you're, it's been you're just general Nintendo fan, Mario fan, yeah. RPG fan. It it all all roads lead to Super Mario RPG and yet Yeah, and yeah, it's the first time I've played it having not played it before. Yeah, but I've played it now, so that's great. <laughs> and it was it was a lot of fun. I don't know if it's necessarily um, le- um, as good as something like uh, uh, early Paper Mario for me or early Mario and no, Luigi thousand games. Year door. Oh, Thousand Year Door is like nothing, nothing mm-hmm. compares to that. But um, I think that it is. I- I've seen people do the oh. This game walked so Paper Mario could run it. I, I I I totally see that. Where you start seeing, oh, here's how you got to some of these ideas, or here's how you got to some of um, you know these uh, the kind of sense of humor, the kind of how how that works, and, and that it, you start to see the kind of connective tissue between that and then the first Paper Mario. Um, the kind of action commands as well. So yeah. it's it, it, it you definitely see the connective tissue. I don't think it's quite there in terms of um story or or writing. Like uh all the people who are like Gino for Smash, I'm like I guess he's fine, but he's not like really a character though. Mm. So he just kind of looks cool, and he does look really cool. But that's like ninety percent of Smash Bros. characters. It's just like, oh, they, or they. Either I mean, that's true. Cool or they're they're very cute, and then they go from there. Like Captain Falcon, literally was nothing. Just drove drove an F zero. Drove the car, vehicle, yeah. And then they're like, what if he looks cool? What if he like punched and kicked cool too? Like you know, that's they they can. That's true. That's true. Nothing. I, and and he does look really cool, and I'm sure you could come up with some really cool with really cool move sets for Gino. So I guess that makes sense. But I'm just kind of like I kind of expected there to be like any character for him, where it's just like I'm a guy from the Star Road. I inhabited this doll. Let's figure it out. And you're like, all right, and that's kind of it. So if you get a Gino <laughs> figure, that is going to be the start of your turn into a doll person. Oh, I don't know. If, is there a Gino? I, I want to hey, see if there's I a mean, Gino. If there isn't yet, there because... will be, I'm sure. And you get like a Gino amiibo or something. Oh, there. I think there is a Gino Android. If you get that, then it's over, Allison. You're you're a doll person. A doll person, or is this something that somebody made up? I'm not sure. Um, yeah. Uh, Oh, I guess Gino doesn't have like an actual not yet, um, not yet figure, Just but not yet. Time. Give it time. <laughs> but it 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 it's definitely um was a fun game to play through, and I I particularly the, the character I particularly liked in it was Bowser. I thought he was it, it, some of the writing for Bowser in in these kind of RPGs are, is really fun. So. He seems like just kind of like a chill, nice dude, and you're just like I'm justice for Bowser. For Bowser, because like 
Uh, the thing is, like, is that the kids the, <laughs> get married, is that the have a, get it, have a mom for his kids. That's all he wants. That the ultimate villain for this um, game basically took over Bowser Castle. So he, eventually, he joins you, and there's times where you run into um, one of his, like some of his minions, and they're like. Oh, so, sorry I ran away, Bowser, but I was scared. Or sorry I ran away, but I wanted to train more so I can come back and be a better person. And he was just, like, so supportive and sweet about it. And you're just like, man, Bowser, like, what a good dude. Uh, kidnapped Peach at the start of the game. But other than that, you're, you seem chill. Um, so so. Does, does the humor and stuff, like, hold up? Does it still, does it seem dated? Does it... I think it's generally generally still pretty funny. Like there's there are definitely times where I I thought it was funny. I don't think it's necessarily quite as much of it as in um like a Paper Mario, but it's also they're still trying to figure out what this yeah what the tone is what mar what yeah. what a Mario RPG is. So I this is also Square Soft. Isn't yeah, it? this is Square. Yeah. So um, which is for the which is which is cool because I'm I'm sure that they they helped kind of figure out this whole Mario RPG and then stop doing Mario RPG. So you're like, well, now we're doing Paper Mario. But I I I I think it it feels kind of like we're still trying to figure out what a Mario RPG is, who the characters are, what what's going to go on. But um, it 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 was yeah it was, it was I I personally uh enjoyed it quite a bit um it's a breezy jrpg too so if you're looking for kind of a shorter jrpg it's like 10 hours ish um which you know short. yeah so, and so that's kind of why it's like i i don't know if all the characters were able to really shine or Did really feel get, like get... there was other stuff you could have done to pad out the length or yes, like side but it was stuff, kind, or? yeah. There, well, there's a lot of mini games which I think are kind of um, kind of mediocre, honestly. But there's a lot of like mini games, and I could have done that. Done that. There's like one side quest where it's like I could go find these objects, but I I don't know uh, why I would. So there's definitely stuff more stuff I could have done, but I don't know. If it was not really like. RP, the same kind of yeah. RPG side quest. Mm -hmm. in, in terms of like the actual RPG, it was just kind of like point A to point B. Right. Um, so there, there's definitely more I could have done, but I don't know if there's more that I really yeah. wanted to do. Yeah. For sure. Um. But it, yeah, it's it. I I I was a little bit frustrated with some of those with some of the mini games because there's a point where I'm like. Uh, again, like you're doing this again. Mario um, is not Mr. Minigame. It's they. Well, they should not be making Mario do minigames. We've seen it with Mario Party. Uh, apparently, it's same here in uh, Super Mario RPG. Leave the minigames to Wario. <laughs> those are micro games. That's true. Even. That's true. Not those are micro games. You know? Yeah. So games. Mario is Let's more of a minigame. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, uh, I. Yeah, it, I, I, I don't know how to describe it. I think that there could be mini games in there. I just don't know if I necessarily like them. And there are certain points where I'm like, wait, we're at another mini game section. 
again, like already. Um, I, I'm like, I'm playing this because I want to play an RPG, but again, it, it's like they're trying to figure this whole thing out. Um, but the other thing that occasionally came up and it wasn't all the time, but once in a while, uh, was it, it kept trying to put like little minor platforming sections in here, mm. which you understand because it's a Mario, but it's also like an isometric 3D game, which does I don't think lends itself to platforming. Yeah. So there are certain times where I'm like, please, I don't know where I'm going. I don't want to platform anymore. Can I just get past this, please? Uh, because I, I really struggled with some of that those platforming moments. But. Yeah. Uh, d- how was the art? Because uh, like, oh, it, it was gorgeous. You know, uh, well, it was like 3D. It, like the original it was, like, it was, was like, kind of like, like pseudo 3D, like, like sprites over 3D model type thing, right? Yeah, was... uh, sort of. It was like it was kind of like the original is pretty much. Um, it's kind of similar to what was being done with uh, like Donkey Kong Country. Mm. You know, when the, that kind were... of. Oh, was it? Uh, I don't know if that's the new one or the old one. It's messed up because I'm looking at like Google Images. I'm like, is this? I don't. Those are that's the new game. If I, you search it, it's probably the new one. But yeah. um, let me see if I can find. I search for it on the SNES. Uh, yeah, I guess it is a little more. Or, yeah. So, but they are sprites over 3D models or whatever. Yeah, it's weird, but yeah. Yeah, but they're trying to go for kind of like a pseudo 3D type style. Yeah. Um, but I thought it, I thought this was a really gorgeous remake. Um, okay. You could tell that they were, um, the people who were making it were going, had a lot of love for the game, um, and put a lot of effort into making it look good. Um, there's points where you use kind of special moves with all three of the characters you're using on screen, and those are all animated beautifully with their own little mini cutscene. Um, each new boss getting introduced has its own little kind of cutscene in it. It looks it it's, it looks like a really good game, and so I it's it, I I think a really pretty fantastic remake uh, as somebody that hasn't played the original, but I think it it looks just really it looks really good, and that they put a lot of effort into making it look um look good while also having kind of the same a lot of the same charm of the original. So I I, I think if you're if you're you have that kind of nostalgia for it. I'm I'm sure this will probably hit real good because um, because it, it looks so good and they they clearly put a lot of um, a lot of effort and love into it. And I I I, I there there are multiple times where I was playing it. I'm like, this is legitimately so gorgeous, mm-hmm. and it's um, for a um, an SNES remake. So. Um, yeah, it was it was I I liked that a lot. And it's um I I can it's one of those things too where I can definitely see if you had that childhood experience being like this is the, I I know that if I'd played this as a kid it would have been like I would I I would have been obsessed. It might have been um, it might be your favorite game over Thousand Year Door. Who knows? I probably not because Thousand Year Door is hey, perfect, but <laughs> nostalgia is a hell of a drug. Yeah, but it 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 looks it looks really nice, and I I um 
and I, I think has just conveys what's really good about the core of the game while making it look really beautiful. So I, I, I think it was, I'm, I'm really glad I played it. Um, I think it was a really lovely, lovely experience and, uh, definitely something maybe I could go back and play again someday, but I, I enjoyed giving it a shot and, uh, Sure. It Mario RPGs are are good, and I hope that this and the Paper Mario Thousand Year Door remake do well, because then hopefully Nintendo can do proper Mario RPGs again. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's the dream. But yeah, uh, I'm curious what they end up like. Is it just like they do it once and they're they're done? Are they gonna do some like? Is this priming the pump for a reveal for the next switch like oh super mario rpg 2 legend of the eight stars <laughs> one more star yeah. eight stars is better than seven yeah i i don't know because i mean it's a wild it's a widely beloved game and um i know that i'm not no by nowhere near the only person that loves thousand year door um i know there's a lot of other people out there who have that same kind of same feeling for it so i'm I'm wondering if they're seeing like okay this is something that you know we can you know get these remakes out for the switch one and then switch two you go yeah here's new mario rpgs you like those right you've been telling us for years that you like those and you're just like i'm now remembering that metroid prime 4 is still not out (laughs) oh my gosh yeah yeah the the, the new switch or you know new nintendo console is somewhat imminent uh yeah i mean next year uh probably i think we're i mean there's a the switch had a lot of really good games this year um Uh, because they're like fire everything (laughs) get it all out but But yeah, you can kind of feel, especially for this kind of, um, this kind of winter season or like the big last big reveal was, uh, was a remake, um, for Thousand Year Door. So you're kind of wondering like, okay, are you, is this good? Is it, are you announcing a remake because the next big game is going to be on Switch 2? Mario Wonder, Um, Mario RPG, Thousand Year Door, it's Mario, Mario, Mario. Uh, yeah. But it's like 2D Mario. It's like remake yeah, of yeah, it's not, it's Mar- not, RPGs. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, not like it's Odyssey a bunch of 2 or something. different things, but uh, yeah. also it is just like it's it's a, it's a concentrated blast of Mario. And then like the Peach stuff next year is like the Luigi, yeah. the, the, is it like the, the DS, 3DS game getting, you know, whatever. It's a weird kind of deluge of Mario stuff at what seems to be the end of the Switch's lifespan, which is not necessarily bad, yeah. but like, no. like, how long have they been I sitting mean, on this? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, they're, um, yeah, they, 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 there is like a big deluge of Nintendo stuff going on, which is great, but then, yeah, you're wondering what's the, what's the plan for the future. Yeah. Um, what do they, yeah, what do they have sitting in in like, the tank, ready? Yeah, ready yeah. for you know, whatever the next console Especially is. since they, um, this past year did Tears of the Kingdom as well, and, yeah. you know, they've they've put out a lot of games. My, Best action uh, adventure game, Tears of the Kingdom. 
whatever the best game, whatever the award Pikmin 4 got. Which, uh, strategy, um, best strategy game? I think. I think so, because it is a strategy game, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, best sim slash strategy game. The sim game, Pikmin 4. Sim game, Pikmin 4. You simulate Pikmin. Um, yeah. Everybody, I, but... Everybody's favorite weird little microscopic freaks alien <laughs> <laughs> listen i know we're probably not gonna do like any sort of game of the year arguing but i would be here yelling at everybody for pikmin 4 <laughs> so that's we'll, where i'm we'll, at right we'll discuss some we'll do, maybe i don't know I don't think we'll <laughs> make a list or argue or anything about it but yeah. yeah maybe just have like a re- retrospective and yeah i i have to say like um I didn't watch all of the Game Awards uh, this week, but uh, all of the love for Baldur's Gate three deserve. Um, mm-hmm. And if we did, if we did a full list, I wouldn't be arguing for Pikmin four above <laughs> Baldur's Gate. This <laughs> is that Pikmin play... four is maybe my favorite yeah. game of the year. You need to go play Alan Wake two. Uh, oh my god, I do. It's... But like, bitching. It looks so good. It looks like seeing seeing stuff where I'm like, that looks beautiful. And indeed, uh, you do get a little a little bit of painus uh, in a couple levels. Uh, you got got a weird big naked guy walking around, uh, but you know it's not like ooh as zoom you in. do. Uh, it's just like oh hey the naked guy. Uh, but yeah, no, it's. Uh, really good and more people should play it and if you feel like you can't play it go watch a let's play because there's some real good stuff in there it's a lot of fun yeah i mean i i fought my way through uh uh resident evil 7 so i feel like if you could play resident evil 7 you can play (laughs) alan wick too that's what that's what i'm figuring i'm like oh it's probably scary but i'm like i did i did do that Nothing in Alan Wake Two is as intense as the opening, like oh the opening hours or like first half of Resident Evil Seven. Some of the early things are wandering around that damn house in Resident yep. Evil mm-hmm. Seven. Mm-hmm. Just I st- yeah. like I still feel that dread just thinking yep. about it. it nothing, like, oh. nothing in Alan Wake Two has been that level of of horror uh of dread uh you know it, it's gotten scarier as time has gone on but it's it's never felt like you know never felt that powerless or anything like that There's yeah and that jump scare stuff which is a little cheap yeah. but uh it's not so bad it's it's pretty limited yeah um yeah uh, i i i i never actually finished the first album me neither just watch so, a youtube and, video okay sounds good i mean it was on <laughs> You could play it like the remaster was on PS Plus recently. If you're subscribed to that, still, yeah. Um, but maybe it's on Game Pass too. I don't even know at this point. I'll just check. But, yeah, but, um, and, and but yeah, it plays well on PS Five, to my understanding. So yeah, oh, sounds good. Um, yeah, definitely something to check out. It looks, it looks, it looks really cool. Um. And... I don't know if you saw their musical performance for the Game Awards, but if you haven't seen uh, it, don't watch it. Just go play the game. Okay. And I was, if you have I was... seen it, 
play the fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't really look at that very much, so uh go play the game and then go back and watch the game awards performance. <laughs> you don't so... even have to play you have to play like, you know, five hours of the game or something to get to it. But But yeah, I no, I totally get that. But it's uh it it looks really cool and it's uh I mean there's good lord, there's so many good games this year. It's kind of um it's kind of absurd just how much stuff that I'm like, oh my god, I haven't played X or I still need to finish Baldur's Gate 3. Like Persona 5 Tactica? Yeah! Oh, good, good uh, segue there. Um, so we can actually talk about what we brought. Um, yeah, I started Persona 5 Tactica this week. Um, I did work that was... last, two weeks ago, I think. I, at some point. Oh! I played yeah. the first, through the first, like, chapter. Oh, okay. I don't know if I'm that far. I'm maybe, like, two hours in. Um, so I, I haven't played I, it very I, much. I, I freed Anne and Futaba. Oh, yeah, that's where I'm at, too. Okay. Me, too. Okay. Um, yeah, I just finished freeing um, Anna and Futaba. Yeah, but it's 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 a, it's a tactics RPG with a Persona yeah. twist, so it's been it's been fun. Um, I'm still a little bit salty that I had to pay for the deluxe edition so that I could get my favorite character in there, but, you know, as you do... Um, uh, but I, I've I've been I've been enjoying it a lot so far. I think that it does some fun stuff with the uh, with the kind of tactics gameplay yeah. to make it persona y. Yeah. Um, especially with the kind of um, you know being able to rack up the one more times and then um, having to actually consider the physical um, layout to get the all-out attack is kind of interesting surround the enemies and yeah you have to physically surround them and have them be downed like you would in a you know they're they're all so much surrounded in a persona game but then here you have to kind of physically make that work so i I think that's a, a that's an interesting new little wrinkle to especially the tactics gameplay that's that's interesting um and then also i don't know if you got to the part where you were where you could make Persona, or you could I, I go not, back to the Velvet I, Room? Okay. I did not. Uh, I talked to the lady in the Velvet Room, which was a yeah. very fun conversation. And she's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm like just like dressed up in a metalworking outfit. And uh, Morgana's and you're like, like, oh, did you come with this? And she's like, <laughs> and she's like, no, I, I, I chose to. Yeah. Um, but... Um, but yeah, um, once you, it's, it's, it's just gameplay, so it's not really spoilers, but like, once you get to be able to do that, um, you can make Persona, um, like you normally do, uh, based off of gears that you get after you beat battles or beat stuff, Mm -hmm. but you don't necessarily change out your Persona each character that can use a persona can have a sub persona. Okay. Um, so you um, equip those like kind of um, to each character. So right now um, I've just done it to Joker and Morgana where they each have a sub persona to their main persona sure. um, and can use these different things. So it's kind of an interesting new twist rather than you can cycling you, through. Um, how many 
so I guess you've played a little bit beyond the stuff with Anna Futaba. Yeah. Have they like joined your team yet, or are they in like a, oh we're recovering we can't help you because I'm wondering just how many joined. people okay are they, they just joined... in your crew like in missions are how many people are going into a mission now right now three five? people can oh, go into a... okay still yeah only three um but I think that you can switch them up um, between at, between or maybe even mid I'm not okay. even sure. Um, I haven't tried that yet, but the thing that's kind of interesting is that you don't, in a lot of tactics games, you usually need to have the leader there, like, like, in, um, like, in, this is vaguely kind of similar to, like, a Mario and Rabbids game, and I know that it's, I know that it's also similar to, like, an XCOM, but my, my area of knowledge is Mario plus Rabbids, but. It it is closer to Mario and Rabbids than it is to XCOM. XCOM, but um, but um, usually I think you you always need to have Mario out there. Yeah. Whereas here you don't nece- necessarily even need to have Joker out there. Um, you can switch him back um, and have. Um, so I just did a mission with um, uh, and uh, Morgana and the new character Irina. Um, so that was kind of interesting, and and, and that's kind of why, why it's cool to be able to switch out the. Uh, sub persona there so that you can use that sure. that way um but yeah right now it's just three so it is interest i'm interesting but you, you kind of have people at the ready um futaba like always is not gonna be playable but um she also has the skill tree as well um but so because all of these characters have skill trees or like yeah, exactly. You know, Futaba focused. Right. So the skill tree is um uh for all, there's skill trees for all of them and most of the um main characters um have pretty similar skill trees. Hers are um like you need much more of the uh experience points to be able to level them up. But they they have kind of a, a support thing for everybody, so it's so that that's interesting as well. Um, yeah, and so far I'm I'm liking being back with these characters again. Uh, yeah, for, uh, one of the things the stories you have, I I love all of these. Uh, I'm uh, next characters to rescue because they've been taken over by the characters by the character in this kingdom which is not the same thing as palace or the metaverse or any of that um the next characters are Fuji and um haru uh and i'm like like where's brago tofu who's my other favorite so i'm just like get him a favorite yeah but um they'll show up they'll show up of course uh i i really liked the theming stuff going on yeah um like you've got uh, you know, you've got this bridezilla type character who is, uh, you know, mind controlling and trying to have her perfect wedding. Uh, and then on top of that, like the revolution resistance type stuff going on with Arena and, uh, like, you know, what you get dragged into and like, oh, comrade and stuff like that. Yeah. Is very, like, what? Okay. What, what are we, uh, going for here and 
it's uh, yeah the they're maintaining that political angle uh yeah that persona 5 had and then expanding on that and continuing along that line with tactica is interesting and i am curious where that ends up going yeah i'm really interested because um one of the things pretty early on that you learn about the story is that um a, a diet member who's poised to become the next uh uh who's being discussed to be the next prime minister of japan uh disappears bullshit. this and... man's not old enough to be Mr. Nobody would vote for him. <laughs> I know he seems really young, but he she, 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 but he shows up in in this uh, world, and of course he knows you as the Phantom Thieves, and he's like, oh, I don't support your ideals, but you can tell that he's kind of going to come along, and you're going to have maybe even a little bit more of that kind of political discussion, which there is yeah. already a decent amount of in Persona Five. Yeah. Um, so that that's it's I'm interested to see where he goes and what what they do because he's um he's so far shown up a lot more. He hasn't been just kind of sitting mm-hmm. back. He's like, I am not I can't fight. He's straight up like, I will I don't know how to fight. But um you know I'll take care he's of the not base. <laughs> Right. Well but he's but he's also like um has some memory loss and he he but he's been there before he's been there for a while so he like right now they're going to the armory to take to get um yeah get to get their character so he's like i think i don't know but like but but you're like kind of wondering i'm like oh are you gonna convince him more of of you know be out of something or whatever, remember yeah. some of their you know kind of goals of being the phantom thieves and it's, a, it's an interesting so far it's, for being a, a side story it's it's pretty interesting thing yeah. so far so I'm, I'm really interested to see where the story goes um i i personally really like the story elements of persona 5 so yeah. it's cool to see that this that they've had some good good writing and yeah i um and then of course the the aesthetic is um immaculate. I don't know if everybody's gonna love the kind of chibi art style, yeah, but I've I think seen it's a lot cute. of people like I uh, like I do not like the what they've got going with the characters and the and the combat and whatnot, but I love like Persona 5's aesthetic and that I'm like, uh, you know, if, I think like, it, looks, it cute. looks like like if it was on the Switch or if you were playing on the Steam Deck, I think it would be uh, to be like, yeah, no, this is just like what this should look like. You know, I, Persona Five is yeah. on Switch, isn't it? And you could play it on a Steam Deck, yes. and they can get that mm-hmm. stuff. But I think with what they're doing with the uh, this type of game, I think it makes more sense to go with something. What they yeah, go well, with what they have kind yeah. of shows it being very much a side content yeah. or a side game. Um, and it still but looks I good. Think like they still got the, the personality right. and. But, you know, right, the it still has the, the UI and all that kind of stuff. Visual aesthetic. Um, some of the animation so far has been really nice. Um, kind of the cutscenes look really good. Um, I'm playing it on Switch, uh, and it really, uh, the colors really pop in uh, on on the Switch OLED, which sure. has been fun. Um, and I I think it looks good, and and um, I never. Um, played the 
3DS Persona, Persona Q, Q games. Mm. I I have them downloaded on my 3DS uh, because I it's part of my buy stuff, so I need to actually go do that. Mm. But um, but I mean, like those also had kind of a chibi art style, so um, that's why I'm kind of like, yeah, it's kind of sim, uh, kind of similar where it's like a side content with a different genre. It, that's what they've done before. So I'm not necessarily shocked that that's what they did, but it's, I, I'm, I'm personally enjoying Persona 5 Tactica. Uh, I, I'm excited to see more of the story and, uh, and, and, and more of the gameplay because so far it's, it's been fun tactics gameplay. Yeah. I, I enjoy, um, you know, what they've been doing so far, especially with kind of the one more uh, thing and and focusing on having to take the SP, like take the skills and kind of balance all of all of the all of the things. So so far, it's it's been really nice, um, and I'm excited to see more. I have to say, I'm so happy that in between um, in between fights. Uh, even you. if you don't go back to the base, it gives you your SP back. Yeah, <laughs> that made me so happy. I was like, "Oh, am I gonna only be able to use yeah, Joker's ability like, okay, once? How, how much are we gonna have to ration here?" But uh... right, and then <laughs> exactly early on, I think I got only two out of three stars because I was like, "Let's see if we have to ration." And then I found out we didn't, and I was like, "Yes, <laughs> we did it." <laughs> so, um. Good job, team. Yeah, good. Good job. You knew how to make it not annoying because, yeah, I, I certainly, uh, when I played Persona Five, did all of did the palaces in either one or two days because of uh, wanting to not waste time. But then also near the end, you're just like, I have no SP. How much further can I go? Um, yeah, man. So those last few dungeons are. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. I still haven't. But I, I still have a long way to go in Royal. Uh, mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to decide, but I, yeah, that's I need to get back to Final Fantasy. That's, that's more important right now. Yeah, um, seven, but there's a there's so many games out there. Like I, I was I was thinking I'm like okay, um, how much of my time do I want to spend on certain things and, and how much do I really want to spend like on like RPGs because I love RPGs. Yeah. Um and that's kind of my favorite genre. But then I'm realizing like RPGs can be really, really fucking long. <laughs> or they can be ten hours, apparently. Like or they can Super be ten Mario hours. RPG. Yeah, but I don't know. Like uh, that Tactica was... isn't that long. I think it's a I I looked it up and I think it's closer to like the thirty hour mm-hmm. mark, which I think is just right. Um, because Persona Five we'll Royal, see, I ended up maybe it overstays its welcome, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But I mean, it. I think, and maybe it does. We'll see. Um, I personally loved all 120 hours I spent on Persona Five Royal, but you know, I it, it's it's kind of it's variable, and I know for a lot of people that that's a that's a pretty significant. Um, yeah. I mean, I time thing. put that much time into Baldur's Gate, so. But, well, know. I was talking to my, I was talking to my brother about that because he was like, "There's so much time for Persona Four, and I'm like, 
Yeah, I, I, I wonder, like, Royal came out, or I played most of Royal um, the summer of 2020. So it was both COVID, so I can't go anywhere, and I was... I was laid off from my job in April of 2020 <laughs> oh, because of COVID. Yeah. Because of COVID, that's why I was laid off. Yeah. Um, so, uh, basically, um, being able to just like push, put myself into this game and play several hours a day felt really good. Yeah. Um, but with with a real, real ass job is. Uh, yeah, the, the, it's 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 different. It, it it's different, but Absolutely. um, but yeah, no, and, and I've I've put a lot of time into other games too. So, but but yeah, you 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 realize how many good games there are and how uh little time you have, especially as a an adult who has a job, and mm-hmm. and when you get home, when you work really hard at that job, sometimes you're just like, I'm so tired. I just need to. <laughs> go to sleep right away because i can't real anymore absolutely (laughs) i had i had a very very busy week so uh getting the deluxe version of persona 5 tactica was kind of my my little reward to be like i'm like oh this is i need i needed persona right now so and and I, i mean that's the good thing about like a kind of familiar game is being able to is booting it up and hearing the music and going like yes I love Persona music, and then it has the kind of visual flair, and you have the opening that has the whole kind of revolution imagery, and I'm just like, yes, thank you, please. <laughs> so, I, I'm I'm really liking it. I'm very much looking forward to playing Persona 3 again <laughs> next January, but, you know, um, I say this having spent... Uh, too much money on the Persona 3 Portable uh, Collector's Edition for <laughs> for Switch, which who knows when that will ever come out, but you know. Yeah. I've, I've paid my money for it, so whenever it comes out, it'll be a nice little present. Sure. But, but I'm excited for Persona 3 Reload <laughs> and seeing stuff for that. I'm like, yes. That's the... Anyways. Yeah, I don't know if I'll find the time i'll dip into it but that's that's yeah. coming out soon right like early next year it was february it's, yeah. it's coming out in like the jrpg apocalypse where oh my like god jrpgs coming There's, out yes and i'm like how i don't have time for this and i and i love jrpgs especially so i'm like i want to play all of them um i, I only that... care about one it's final fantasy 7 rebirth baby <laughs> um but the the new trailer for the persona 3 uh reload that was at the uh game awards looks real good i'm real excited um but anyways <laughs> there's and i'm also excited for that um that metaphor refantasio game that's by the persona people at atlas that uh they announced, but they also showed off at uh, Game Awards and and get, give me that. And uh, oh, it looks like that's fall 2024, so I have at least some time to play yeah. uh-huh. other Atlas games um, and and be the problem with paying paying the money for Atlas, even though they aren't putting everything into the mm-hmm. 
into the game and they're doing day one story dlc for persona 5 tactica oh Oh, yeah right okay yeah uh thanks video games here (laughs) yeah um yeah uh what i have been playing a couple things uh i was going to talk about something but i was like "Ah, i've not played enough to talk about that so i changed it to something i did play quite a bit of over the past few weeks and that is death must die which is in early access on steam and it is basically vampire survivors meets hades yeah i think i've seen stuff about that that looks neat it is uh i mean you know it's a survivor's style game 20 minutes to midnight or whatever that one's called uh halls of torment vampire survivors uh there's you know vampire survivors lots of games in this uh this genre now this kind of bullet hell survivor genre as it were uh yeah but um, the ones i've seen uh, mainly halls of torment 20 minutes to midnight and vampire survivors are all uh, just you pick a character, you go into a level, and you, you do the survival stuff, blah, 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 blah. Uh, shooting laser beams and throwing axes and whipping stuff. Yeah. Uh, what separates Death Must Die is that it has some sort of narrative going on. Mm. Um, how How much that narrative is going to develop is unclear uh in this game you have much like these other survivor games you unlock multiple characters over the course and these characters talk to each other uh you've got a a little hub area much like uh the like the halls of hades in hades uh where when you die you go into this uh room and you come out of the pool and you uh you know talk to people and square away like oh hey sorry about this thing we did or i talked to this person over here uh, i brought you something etc etc this is uh death must die is not as elaborate as any of that uh but mm-hmm. you are you are just talking to the other player characters or a shopkeeper um and building up you know finding out like okay why are you here at the top of this mountain trying to kill the god of death uh, okay, what what's up with you? What's your backstory kind of stuff? Um and it's fine. Uh they some some of the characters like write like they're a teenage girl circa 2007. Which mm. is funny like you know, they have like emoticons in their dialogue box mm. or when they ask why, it's just the letter Y. Um yeah it's they're like the 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 rogue i think is the character that talks like that uh which is goofy and you know it's there's it's a small enough amount of dialogue um and it's not constant that it doesn't get like grading or anything like that uh it's just like okay this character is weird and they're trying to it comes across as they're trying to portray something about that character in mm-hmm. very little uh you know in a very small amount of text and uh, context between the other characters uh so that stuff is fine uh it's early access there's only one world 
right now. Um, so it's hard to say where that story stuff is going to go. Um, you do not kill death in this first world. Uh, you have to you fight somebody else. Um, you have to go to deeper levels of I go down the mountain again. I don't know. You, they all have to climb this mountain and then they climb the mountain and then that's where the temple is that they can temple of time. I think you're, you're helping the God of time and all the other gods, uh, God of summer, winter, uh, justice. Uh, those are the kinds of gods that it's just generic. It's not like you're not, it's not a specific pantheon as far as I'm aware. Um, and so you're helping these gods uh, kill death because death has apparently done something that has angered all of the other gods. Who could have guessed? Where have I heard mm. that before? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah, much like Hades, when you go into the world uh, and you're going through and killing enemies, you get your experience, you level up um, and you get a little... You know, a god will pop in. Get the, first, you meet the god of summer, and she pops in, and she's like, "Wahoo! Uh, let's burn it up." Uh, I, you know, I'm always here to help you, kind of stuff. Uh, they, they've all got their own personality. Uh, the their voice acted, it's it's fine. Uh, nothing <laughs> like crazy, nothing special, but uh, decent enough voice acting. And for there's one, two, three. Or there's like the the daughter of death is a character. There's like a angry god. There there's less than ten, more than six. Right now, I don't know how mm -hmm. many. Like you know, maybe there'll be a spring or a fall uh, god that get put in there. Maybe it's just like uh, the dichotomy of summer and winter is all they do. Uh, but yeah, uh, like uh like Hades or it's it's got but yeah some abilities are very similar to Hades and it is more active than just Vampire Survivors is because Vampire mm -hmm. Survivors is mostly you just move and yeah you know, it yeah. starts shooting stuff out uh it's closer to like a seven minutes to 20 minutes to midnight or Halls of Torment where you can actually move like aim your attacks uh where you'd like them to go yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so you know you can you can put on auto attack and just like walk around but if you want to move a little quicker you can stop attacking and then you can move on uh so yeah th there's that difference from vampire survivors which most people have played but then the yeah. other main differentiator is there is a persistent loot system going on here uh, as you go around the the this world, uh, this map, you'll find chests. You'll enemies will drop stuff. Uh, you'll find like shields or not a shield, but you'll find like armor, helmets, necklaces, bracelets, boots, weapons that have stat lines on them. Like oh, this much DPS, it plus three to attack speed or something like that. Uh, you know, different stats and increase your range of pickup. Uh, so, and then you can take those out of the run and then put them in a stash or sell them to a shopkeeper, buy other items from the shopkeeper. You can find, you know, if you can find something better. And each character has different gear they can use and some 
some intersect like everyone can use the rings or the the necklaces but then different characters have like oh they can only use heavy armor or this character can use swords this character can use axes and stuff like that and you can get that stuff across any character so you always feel like you're making progress um on you don't feel like oh well i've only been playing this character so i can't play another character because i don't have right. gear for them or you know or you can buy you, stuff you don't feel like you have to start over yeah. or anything you can put stuff in a there's a stash so if your inventory gets full filled which can happen pretty quickly uh then you just put it in the inventory or sell it or you know put it in the stash sell it whatever and then go back out there it's a pretty painless process it's I, it's pretty limited in the stuff I've seen, but I've seen things that are like, uh, give a 1% chance to drop like a super powerful lightning bolt down on enemies when you attack. So I'm like, okay, so once every hundred attacks or so, I'm going to do a lot of damage. Mm -hmm. Sure. Why not? Uh, you know, but Especially since, are you going like, to hit you're... something worth hitting with that? Probably not, right. but... But at the same time, like, one every 100, it's like, that's not... And when you're, you're doing a, a lot. lot of attacks, yeah. you're attacking a lot. So it's like, that's not nothing. So, yeah. And you can get, like, the... There's a god of electricity. I don't think it's of electricity, but he, he's a speedy god and the lightning and stuff. And one of his... One of the boons you can get from him is to have a chance to trigger a second attack. And and it triggers all of the effects, of course, that you've got. So that could, you know, that could also increase the uh, chance of that going off and stuff like that. So, yeah, there's and you can like level up the rarity of the, or the quality of the boon. So it's like, OK, I can go from level one to two this time. And then the next time it shows up, it might be leveled up from novice to adept or adept to master or something like that. Uh, so there's uh for it being an early access and a genre that has uh you know kind of established itself in the past few years uh, yeah it is a good uh branch or a good kind of evolution combination of roguelike stuff into it adding more on to the mechanics that have been there in other games uh and putting in the uh more narrative structure there is uh, interesting. Yeah, that sounds that sounds interesting, and um, looks like it's uh, early access, so yep. and it's like I'm interested bucks. to see. Oh, that's not bad. Um, might have to check that out. I, I've been it playing. Sounds it sounds deck. interesting. It's yeah, good. it's Vampire Survivors was a very good Steam Deck game. Um, this is more. Uh, if Vampire Survivors was too, like mindless. Or something yeah, it was you. a little. It, yeah, which which yeah. totally fine. Which, if but if yeah. you were like, oh, I wish there was more. Like, I wish it was more required more of me or something. Uh, you know, I think you had it's to play um, it instead of just like walking, kind of uh, or whatever. Then maybe something like Death Must Die or Halls of Torment uh, would be more up your alley. Um, yeah, I think that there's um very much. I mean, different times where you want something a little mindless and there's times where you want something that yeah. has a little bit more uh interactivity so yeah yeah definitely it's definitely something to check out i think yep. and i don't think any game none that i've none of these survivors games that i've seen have hit the 
the hectic like how ridiculous vampire survivors can get like on screen Which it can like what get is absurd. what is happening is just like complete bonkers and particles and stuff shooting out constantly and like wild directions and whatnot uh you know there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of enemies and stuff going on in death must die but it is not as absurd as uh it is not as absurd as vampire survivors gets <laughs> yeah and that's part of, I think, the appeal of Vampire yeah. Survivors oh, yeah, is just how ridiculous you are. You you feel when there's just like everything around you, and then I mean, for being an indie game um, developed by one guy, it run it doesn't like mm-hmm. chug, start chugging, which mm-hmm. is kind of incredible. Yeah. Is it only but one person? I thought there's like a. I think it's, it's about like one person, like three or something for some reason. But I don't know. Maybe yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not sure. But it's a small team yes, either yes, way. Absolutely. That has somehow managed to make a game where there's like thousands of things around surrounding you and make that work. But yep. Yeah. Uh, no. That's that sounds cool though, and it's an interesting. It's interesting that this has become um its own kind of mini genre to. Yeah kind of iterate off of and try different things yeah i i hope they uh are they seem to be finding success with it i i found out about it from yeah like a, an article on a website um someone wrote about it and then i looked at it and like, oh, okay and it seems kind of cool and i was like yeah six bucks sure i'll get it uh, that's the that's the other trend i was going to say about um about this kind of game that's been nice yeah. is that i think vampire survivors started this where their uh starting price is really cheap for for this kind of game which is um which is really handy it looks like vampire survivors has gone up in price since i bought it maybe but like gone up in price to five dollars you know i'm like i'm pretty sure i bought it for like three bucks back in the back when yeah it it launched (laughs) but um i mean that's the kind of cool thing about some of these kind of indie games is is that they're just like yeah, I don't know, five bucks. And you're like, okay, that's it's, like a pretty low end barrier of entry. Yeah. And I, I think as AAA games get more and more expensive, that like $5 price point becomes like, sure, why not? Uh, before yeah. it was like, oh, $5? What kind of garbage is this? It's not even worth right. 10 It's not even worth $15. And now people are like, okay, two, three bucks? Hell yeah, I'm in. Right. Well, it's Which like it's a like great, low, great place for the the industry to be low risk. But I mean, I've put a lot of time into Vampire Survivors. Yeah. Um, my most played game ever is The Binding of Isaac, which I got the original for five bucks on a Steam sale. And uh, you know, it's I I hope that's it, it's it's interesting how that's going now because yeah, AAA games are are expensive. Um, I still had a a voucher which i used for the super mario rpg but i mean i just paid 80 dollars for that uh deluxe edition of persona 5 tactica and that's not nothing you know yeah. that's uh it's on game pass too and god damn it yeah sorry to... <laughs> i should have looked at that well i mean i would have bought the dlc anyways so yeah. um and i like i like having it on switch so it was yeah. fine that's it's uh, fine it's fine the, but... the dlc uh, all in all in one DLC pack, also ten percent off with Game Pass. Could have had it, Anyways, had it I I like having it on bucks, Switch, but, yeah, but having it on, could have had it on Steam Deck, but uh, you could have streamed it yeah. on the Steam Deck. Uh, 
it is what I, it is. <laughs> I, it is what it is. I've already made that purchase. But I mean, like, you, you there's a lot of things where it's like things are just yeah. game AAA is getting expensive. So yes, you're like, absolutely. So you see a game, them start doing games for five dollars, and you're like, all right, yes, please. Sounds good. Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, speaking of AAA games and getting expensive. Uh, I have been consumed by <laughs> Modern Warfare 3, which I did not expect at all. I, last time you were on, or recently, I talked about the zombies mode, uh, mm -hmm. which I, and I was like, oh, I haven't played enough to like really talk about it, but I played a bit of zombies so I could talk about that. Uh, and now I, I've just been playing uh, was so much Modern Warfare 3. Uh, it's like I'm not playing many other games because of it, um, and it like I'm because I'm enjoying playing it. Uh, which you know, two years ago I've been like I would have been like, what are you talking about? But no, they're not gonna play Call of Duty. But I got like I said a couple weeks ago, I got bit by the bug right before it came out, and yeah, I'm still playing it like daily and doing all my daily missions, mostly doing the daily missions, but even playing a little bit beyond that because uh, it's a fun time and it's a weird it's more of a change from Modern Warfare 2 than I expected mm. because of the map selection specifically the map selection really changes the dynamic of the gameplay because Modern Warfare 2 the maps felt pretty small uh, and they had like a lot of hidey holes and corners and corridors and hallways and uh rooms and buildings between places and places to run through and a lot of like enclosed or like blocks to line of sight and a lot of the levels in modern warfare 3 which i guess were taken from the original modern warfare 2 from the xbox 360 ps3 days and these maps are big and open mm. and it there's a little bit of like wow they really were like doing maps this big on it's not they're not like battlefield size or anything they're just an arena and it's like an open field or not even an open field but like a so a little like a bunker and field around the bunker and there's hills and stuff and like buildings and stuff but it's a lot of open space um which drastically changes the way people are playing the game because there's a lot more sniping going on for example which i enjoy mm. time to time uh but also it's weird because you get you'll have matches that are just sniper matches uh in regular team death matches like everyone just starts sniping uh and you're like where is everybody i can't see anything um which is very strange and different and not what I'm used to from Call of Duty or what I expect from Call of Duty. It's how I like to play Battlefield. I like to snipe in Battlefield. Uh, I don't like the regular gunplay in that one. Uh, so it is... Uh, it is a little more like that, and it is nice to be able to do a bit more sniping, because Modern Warfare 2, I did not want to snipe at all on any of the regular multiplayer maps, because they're so small and it was so easy for people to get up behind you or run around and you just had no way to see 
like anywhere except like down this one street or something uh so that's been a very interesting uh change uh going from that to this and having not been playing a bunch of other call of duty games uh so that little bit of change seems like a drastic mm. uh, change uh they've they just started the first season and it feels like a step back because like Pat's been on, he's talked about all the weird skins and stuff that Call of Duty does, like Snoop Dogg, the Nicki Minaj skin came out for Modern Warfare 2, uh, 21 Savage, I think also another rapper. Uh, there was like a, 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 a generic FBI agent who hunts aliens that is definitely not uh, Fox Mulder. Uh, there is oh yeah, that, like a Skeletor I, I skin and like stuff like that. So a lot of that stuff is still in the store and it all carried over from Modern Warfare 2. So a lot of that mm. stuff is all, all still in there. That's fine. Oh, that's... Mm -hmm. um, it's nice that it carried forward for people. A lot of people were like, oh, it just feels like I think Jeff Gersman specifically said it felt like he was playing the same game. Uh, mm. and, that, and I think there's plenty to criticize like the price and all that kind of stuff, but I'm just having a good time with it. But the the season pass is kind of a bummer because I was hoping they would do something weird with it again because it's basically continuing like if they just continued with like the the pace that they had from Modern Warfare 2 instead of starting over how they always do with these games where they start off pretty vanilla and then they get more and more ridiculous as time goes on. So like the last one for Modern Warfare 2 was Spawn. Like the Halloween season one or you know fall season was Spawn and a bunch of Spawn characters and whatnot which is goofy and i don't care about spawn i didn't buy that battle pass at all uh, but it was fun to see what they had going on and there's you know superheroes there's a the boys tie-in that they've got going or that's going to come up soon there's like a dune part two one timothy chalamet as paul atreides is going to be playable as an amazing operator. and yeah so you can play as Willy Wonka in, <laughs> <laughs> or as a, uh, oh God, what's his YouTube name? Uh, oh, they... 360 or whatever. Uh, God. I, I... I have to say I did, uh, as somebody that was like kind of in and out of the Game Wars, I did enjoy that that's how they introduced mm -hmm. him. <laughs> yes, yes. I was like. Controller 360, I think. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so Tim Timothy Chalamet going to be a, be a playable character and i think i'll pull the trigger on that uh because that's really dumb that that's funny <laughs> yeah, like call of duty character timothy chalamet is not where yeah. i expected that to go uh or yeah the, so that might be the one that finally gets me to give them money for one of their skins uh, yeah like, been, I, I, don't, I don't blame just, that yeah like they're i've been looking i look at the store every once in a while and i'm like ah like Ah, there hasn't been anything where I feel that strongly about getting them. Uh, I almost did Ash Williams uh, from Evil Dead, but it just wasn't. 
just kind of a guy, but Timothy Chalamet is very funny. So uh, that'll probably be how they get me if I'm still regularly playing. Also, they're going to put Zombie Santa in as a character, as, a, as an operator, and I think I will get that too because I think I, I love Christmas. So uh, Zombie Santa is also extremely funny and right up my alley in terms of weirdness. Uh, so run around and ice fools uh, as Chris Kringle will be good time but yeah it uh, I think the game kind of got a lot of flack rightfully so for how it uh, like the price and the the campaign it, it, I think it is worse than what they put out last year but it Sledgehammer did not have the time that they would normally have to make the game they were given like 18 months to make a game and uh they you know the, the multiplayer very good uh, it's a good evolution and uh continuation of what they did with modern warfare 2 it didn't drastically change anything because it is just building on that same foundation but it does it did upgrade things and tweak things slightly to make it just more pleasant uh i haven't been keeping up with the the public sentiment on it like reddit communities or anything like that but i'm enjoying it uh as someone who had not been playing call of duty for like a decade and then came back last year and then played for three like yeah three months and then stopped came back and it's fun still uh and it's got a lot of it has a lot more going for it uh, just like a lot more modes and stuff than Modern Warfare 2 did when it came out because it can build off of the stuff that's in Modern Warfare 2 uh, and it, it's pulling some of that stuff in and there's a lot more options uh, so I think uh, yeah it's it's good uh, it's too expensive but it's good uh, is kind of where I've fallen yeah. down on Call of Duty I, I, I feel that uh, and a lot of games too expensive but I will be there are some games where I'm like you know, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I'll pay whatever price they want for that. Yeah, um, no, I get that. Monster Hunter Wilds. I'll pay whatever they want for it. <laughs> yep. Uh, Resident Evil. Next Resident Evil. I'll pay whatever they want for it. Uh, there are some games where I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll give you the money. Just make the thing because I know it's going to be good. Uh, I need to know, but yeah, some stuff I'm. Yeah, so those are kind of the things I'm looking forward to. So excited for that next Monster Hunter game. I didn't even watch the trailer, I did, but I know, I know it's gonna be good. Uh, but yeah, was there anything super exciting from the Game Awards that you uh, not saw that I can think of? Those that's you pretty much what I've yeah you mentioned talked about few before. But okay, couple of things, but you know I didn't really follow it very much. Yeah. I just kind of was like, I'll just kind of skim through it and. Yeah, some some the game commercials more like. Oh, I mean, uh, uh, there there's a whole thing there. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's like it, it's. I feel there's like a, a whole issue with the game awards, kind of as a always has been. Um, right, there always has been for sure. But in terms of okay, do we want to be a, a thing have like the most um world exclusive or exclusive premieres or do we actually want to be the premier um gaming like mm -hmm. 
thing of like respecting game yeah. development well, and yeah. awards being yeah. an awards show. Yeah. Like and the thing is, like there's there's other. It's just all a facade for Keeley, and there are award shows for yeah. the the developers and stuff. IGF, uh, like Baptist stuff, yeah. also gets for like writers and dice and all that stuff. And that's, I think that's what they kind of care about more in a way. I would because it's like from your peers and people who like actually yeah. can look at your stuff but... more critically, but. But also with um, game awards, I feel like you also have to kind of play ball because it's such a big um, yeah oh yeah it, it's, audience yeah absolutely and it sucks because <laughs> it it's, yeah if they if they just rebranded it and were like hey you know because he's trying winter to do games the same fest shit. or whatever yeah he's trying to do the same shit with the summer games fest summer games like, fest with, yeah and, like handing out awards for trailers and stuff and it's like you don't need to do awards for everything yeah. like. You know, uh, it's like participate participation trophy stuff, like just giving out. And I, I, you know, I'm not like, oh, kids these days participation trophies. But you know, I, I receive participation trophies, and I was like, why am I getting yeah. this? Uh, and that's I, I mean, what I, a lot of these things sort of feel like. Uh, it's just like, yeah, oh, hey, I, and every we uh, good job. I'm I'm happy for the people who win and get recognized. Yeah, and but, I, I think yeah. it's just like. What do you want to make it? Do you want to make it like just a, you know, rolling commercial with the pretense of awards? Or do you want it to be like, because I feel like he's, he's said things like, oh, I want it to be like the Academy Awards for games. And maybe I'm just making that up. I feel like I've heard that or something, or that's kind of like uh, he, what people. Want, I mean, yeah, he, I think there have been, there's been stuff like that, but like, those things but also exist it's like the <laughs> well right but also They're like just not mainstream and people don't Academy watch Academy awards because... like there's a little bit of like future movie promo there because like they usually always have like a like a promoter who's like for the future movie x or whatever and then there's always trailers during the commercial breaks but it's like sure. the the main focus is always on like yeah. on on the movies that were yeah. are being awarded yeah. and it's like and on the people who made those movies, and like granted, there's always you know sometimes they're not always perfect with that, or yeah. there are the times where they were trying to put the put some of the Oscars like during commercial breaks, and you're like, no, 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 mm -hmm. don't you fucking do yeah. that because the people you're doing that to are the people who are like yeah. the you know kind of below the line makeup it's, or yeah, visual effects or stuff or like audio. It's like that. Uh, balancing the live show aspect of it with yeah. the, with the television, uh, you know, the televised aspect of it. And... Right, but I but I feel like ultimately it's you know that's this focus is still we are going to re like award yes. the best films versus our main goal is to TV. be like Keely's ain't even on TV and there's no reason that they like you know have to like i mean you know venue times and paying people and like that kind of stuff but they they have a lot more freedom than they would if they were being broadcast on abc right you don't need to have like commercial breaks like, or if you need, don't need to anymore <laughs> right right exactly and it's it's like you can make it whatever you want to make it 
but this is what you're choosing to make it is 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 like this and then there's all the i i think they said something about about it where they're like giving the people who are getting the awards like not enough time to actually 20 seconds or something a goddamn speech and it's like this is their big moment, or it's a, or that's what you want it to be. You want it to be their big moment, but then it's like, nope, get off the stage. Uh, get off the stage. Got, we got I got Doritos to shill. <laughs> right, exactly. Or it's, or it's like, okay, here's going to be a trailer for a new, um, yeah. I don't know, mobile game or something, and you're like, yes, but it's like you, 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 it doesn't have to be like that. You can make it like there but there's also these like trappings of making it kind of feel legitimate like yeah. um like with the that that could be cool with like the full orchestra and everything and i don't know i, I this is just me ranting about the game awards yep, yep. I guess. oh no I, yeah i'm with you and uh it's if they just st- if they were just like keely's video game 2023 Bonanza Stravaganza. Uh, Winter Games Fest. And yeah. you'd be like, okay, I know what to expect. Like, you know, and then it's gonna it, be, this is the Winter Game show. Fest Awards. Yeah. Right. yeah. We're going to have a live show. And, but like, you know, what? why does, why do we care about the Game Awards? It's the closest thing to an Academy. It's, it's the yeah. closest thing, but it's not the closest thing to Academy Award. Like I said, there's plenty of other thing because this is just this is like if the healy's time like the roger e roger ebert the roger eberts of the world the movie critics and like youtube and not youtubers but you know this uh media outlets who review movies got together and voted on what the 10 best movies of the world the year were or whatever right which is that's i mean that's what the critics choice awards are yeah and and it's not so it's the Critics' Choice Awards of video games. It's not the Oscars. Yeah. Uh, right. Which that's, is, that's yeah, fine, that's all thing of peers. Which I really care about the Critics' Choice Awards, do they? <laughs> like, you know, I, I mean, I, I, the people who get them, I mean, I'm sure. But, like, uh, you know. That it's, it's definitely, consi- but, I mean, it's not one of those where, um, like, if you look at the Oscars and you see the winner, like, whatever wins Best Picture, like, that's going to be, yeah. you know, get itself a little bump, you yeah. know? It's going to get a bump in terms of, uh, you know, visibility, reviews. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. People are going, okay, you know, maybe we should check out this movie versus, um, I don't think they do that for the Critics' Choice, but. Maybe that's a problem with the Oscars and the way people vote for the Oscars. Um, (laughs) Right? Uh, Yeah, I mean. so many terrible stories about the way that, you know. Maybe yeah, and, and there's certainly ways that an, an Oscars of video games because the Oscars are a nightmare, and and video games right. are and even I harder think... to like fully appreciate, uh, or not fully appreciate, but um, to evaluate in any meaningful way because they take so much more time to consume. Yeah, well, that's I think that's the biggest issue with having like an actual awards show for video games. Is I mean I think there are personally values for there's value in having uh, the Oscars. I mean like even with how flawed they are, it does promote movies, especially now that aren't necessarily getting the kind of mainstream attention. Which I mean I, I a lot of people view as like an issue with the Oscars, but I think 
it allows um, different kinds of stories to get made mm-hmm. that might not get made if it was if the only focus was pure box office, right? So it 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 allows for kind of more artistically minded movies to get made, even if there is a you know flawed flaws in how things are decided and how things are voted on. Um, it, it provides kind of a channel for. Yeah, if I, I'm a if I'm a movie producer and I'm going to put money into it, like there's there's you have an incentive to put movie money into a movie that might not get as much money as like yeah. an Avengers movie, but you know it's still gonna yeah. there there's there's a whole different market there. But with with games, it's just like yeah, I think it's just, it's so hard when if especially if you're like a person who's working if you're working on a game games yourself you might be spending working ridiculous hours mm-hmm. to work on those games and we you know we've all heard the various uh stories of, of work year. at game devs and and now people are getting laid off and it's crazy but um how much time do you have to fully play games to evaluate mm-hmm. for your peers yeah. and um uh, and especially if something like like a Baldur's Gate three or Persona Five Royal is gonna take you over a hundred hours, like how much time do you have really to spend on all of those games that are a hundred plus hours yeah. or even fifty plus hours? You know, um, yep. it's yeah. So yeah, it's uh. It'd be a lot more pleasant if he would just drop the pretense and, yeah, like you know, stop pretending it's an award show because it's not, and just or 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 just have it be like here's the Winter Games Awards, uh, but it's like also but, but it's, like have it be part of like kind of the same like it's right, it's, you know, uh, it's not it's not the na- I mean it's the name because awards is in the name. Uh, but it's the yeah. whole thing because Summer Games Fest, they try the same shit, but it's all for yeah. stuff that isn't out, and it's which is just, so st- which yeah. I'm sorry. Whenever they try to do that, like best to show for E3, I'm like, it, it's like who can make the flashiest trailer? It's I, like I, I, that stuff usually it requires at least people to be able to play it. But yes, it is all yeah. But I mean, even still, and fake and yeah, it's yes, yeah, uh, it is all. And it's even worse now when it's all just stuff online that people can't even really look at, usually. Um, I guess yeah. key, the Summer Games Fest stuff is, like, playable mostly, but yeah, it's... Yeah, mm, mad about it. I've been mad about it, and I'll continue to be mad about it until someone stops Keely. <laughs> oh, man. Can he Jeff be stopped, Keeley? though? <laughs> well, I mean... I'm still weird that he's like uh, for about forty four years. Oh no, we, we got yeah, so well, much more Keely left in front of us. Because well, because I'm still like, I remember him watching watch, watching him on G four back yeah. in the day, <laughs> being like, I'm like, he's the one who's come out of this as being like big video game guy. I, I don't know. It's 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 fans. It's it's kind of amazing because I'm like I used to watch. The his G4TV.com show. I used to watch that. I, he was, I mean, he was fine, but he was not like he. He is. Yeah, I. I don't know what. 
it he's like Greg Miller in that he is very positive and just like yes, and that's the one thing I games, th- but he is not like Greg Miller in that he is not out of his mind and like ripping his shirt off and dancing around in a Spider-Man mask and smearing hot wings all over his chest. So he's a lot more like media right. friendly. And, uh and yeah and, and stay on message, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean that's kind of uh it's 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 an interesting thing because I mean I'd rather I, I like having like somebody who's like so super jazzed about video games and you can and i think he he it's it's i think it's genuine for keely that he's just like jazzed about video games it just doesn't come across that way though like through it, the no it doesn't stuff, it all comes across it does not forced because he I, I, sometimes he knows he's peddling garbage right uh right and or sometimes he's just he, he is very is very clear when he is not all that interested uh in what he's showing but he's like well i gotta do this i gotta pay the bills so i can keep the lights on to get kojima on stage right uh right which is a bummer uh and but yeah it it would be nice if there was i but there's no one else who can really compete with him in that way which is fine like i don't think we need another big stage show or something like that i think yeah it'd be nice if somehow the the uh like the profile of events like the igf or dice and such like could be raised to get more eyes on them and appreciate developers there but also the gamers and their fucking love of commercials mm-hmm. uh, and to judge you know things and you know it's nice to be excited and like oh cool i have a thing to look forward to but also called the game awards you're here for the awards not for the commercials but well anyway that is our long long game awards rant (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly i didn't know i had that much of a game awards rant in me but i I guess i did (laughs) come back next year when (laughs) healy is 45 years old and what do you think Still Keely's like... midlife crisis is going to look like? Are <laughs> going to bring back booth babes? Oh my god. Like women in bikinis handing out uh, the the awards on stage. Oh god, I still remember watching like old G4 and all the booth babes and being like oof, that was a that was a time. Mm-hmm. My god. Yeah. Nintendo training yeah. 3DSs to women. <laughs> <laughs> God. Well, it's like I'm trying to think of like what some of the weirdest booth babes things were, but man, I think it's that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably. But yeah, that, that was that was the <laughs> moved on from that. But anyway, uh, <laughs> that is going to do it for episode 297 of the gaming fix podcast on december 9th 2023 uh thank you to jeff davis at stranger peace on all major social media networks and uh sites and uh, just in the world uh for uh for our theme music did i say that i don't know but uh thanks jeff yeah uh but just for for being a, a cool person yeah 
just in general. Thank you, Allison, for joining me this week. Where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on the Husco Twitter at W-R-I-T-E-R-S-E-R-E-N-Y-T-Y. I've also been writing on Nintendo World Report. I don't have anything in, in the works, but I just wrote um, a review of uh, the... Why am I blanking on the name? Super Crazy Rhythm Castle. Okay, for great. I, I, I wrote about that within the past couple of weeks, though. So. Uh, Patrick Klepek, in his family-focused newsletter... Uh, did talk about giving his daughter style savvy, not style savvy, the new one, fashion dreamer, fashion dreamer, and you she know. was like, "What do you do?" And he's yeah, like, I, no, you that's put a good. On, you put on the outfits, and then he's like, "I'm done with this." <laughs> I mean, honestly, fair. Like, I I reviewed that there when it's like, there's not. I mean, yeah. there's and a lot of like clothes. Five or six. He's like set maybe seven. I don't know, but yeah. It, it, it man, it mm-hmm. it bums me out because style savvy games are actually really good and uh well and uh, yeah so yeah. Well, you uh, you're in good company yeah <laughs> with Patrick Klepek's daughter kid. <laughs> <laughs> what? yeah what there's just like you, you, you just walk around and you're like. Well, I guess I'm gonna put more clothes on. I guess, but it's like, yeah, there's no. That's what I do every winter. I just walk around. There's no walk. gameplay loop. Yeah. Let's <laughs> put on more clothes. Guess I gotta put on more. Yeah, exactly. But. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you can find me putting on more clothes. Uh, <laughs> Andre Cole, aka the Wet Gamer, aka your partner's favorite artistic medium, uh, on Blue Sky, where the, the cool mm. people are, where where the future is happening uh, at Coleslaw, C-O-L-E-S-L-4-W. And that is going to do it for this week's episode. We will be back next week with another episode of the Gaming Fix Podcast. A little, uh, yeah, still, like, uh, pre-Christmas podcast. I don't know if we'll... We'll see what we'll see what the probably yeah live. Well, but yeah, we'll we'll see what's up. The last pre-Christmas one that we record, maybe. Yeah, maybe we'll we'll see. We're probably gonna yeah. We're almost over three weeks. I know, I know. It's so weird. Anyway, thank you, listener. We'll be back next week with another episode of Gaming Fix Podcast. Stay wet, gamers.